Hey y'all, I'm Shonda Pierce. And I'm Gwen Pierce. And welcome to another episode of Mom, You Want a Mimosa? Where me, the millennial, and me, the mom, share generational thoughts, ideas, and perspectives over a couple of mimosas. So let's get into it. What are you drinking, Shonda? Today I'm drinking a pineapple juice and Chambord mimosa because I'm classy, bougie, ratchet. No, (laughs) I'm being silly today. Okay, daughter. Okay, daughter. (laughs) And I'm drinking a blueberry mimosa and I'm not ratchet. I might be classy, I might be bougie, but I am not ratchet. Oh yeah, I want to change my thing. I'm not ratchet either. I'm just I'm just singing the Megan song, that's all. <laughs> I maybe I get ratchet when I hear Meg the Stallion. So mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, well with that said, cheers. Cheers. All right, so today we're gonna kind of talk about a whole bunch of uh a variety of topics. We've got uh, pop culture, things that we're interested in and things that um, we're coming across our news feed. We are also going to talk about the Johnson and Johnson vaccine and, you know, the drama that I personally had with that one. And then we're going to highlight some black owned businesses in Southern California. Um, we're also going to talk about the big, big debate that me and my mom have been having about whether or not she should go gray, go fully gray. So with that said, let's uh, let's kick it off with our pop culture segment. Uh, first and foremost, I just want to say rest in peace to our King DMX. I know that um, he had a rough, rough life, but he touched so many lives and mine included. So rest in peace to DMX. Yes, rest in peace. He was quite um, quite a legend in our community. I, I actually didn't listen to a lot of his music, but I do know the one song that touched me and that was, y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me go all out. Up in here, up in here. I like that song. I do. I do like a little, a lot of rap, uh, believe it or not. Throughout this uh, podcast, you'll learn which rappers uh, touch my heart. You know, some of the rap I've introduced Shonda to. Yeah, she sometimes she likes more uh, rap and hip hop than I do. And she shocks me. Yes. In <laughs> fact, I, um, I think I was the one, I may have been the one that introduced her to Kanye West because I was a big fan of that college dropout album that he had so yeah yeah you know speaking of Kanye even though he is crazy now uh he didn't went off but he is now what is he the the world's richest uh rapper or something like that right yes. he's like a billionaire oh, yeah. so <laughs> then and then he'd be selling those uh his whole little clothing line I saw that he had a million dollar shoe out I was like hey, but yes it was a million dollar shoe for the Yeezys I was like I ain't buying that but I tell you what, I'm not I, mad at him. I'm not mad at him. Okay, go ahead. Get your entrepreneurial ship on, Kanye. That's true. That's positive. Let's flip it. Now that he's uh, getting divorced from that uh, crazy family, you know, crazy and deranged. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what else we have. Um, okay, so I am, I'm a huge fan of The Crown. I don't know if anyone else watches it. I know mom doesn't watch it, but if we have any listeners out there that 
watch The Crown, good on you. And as we all found out that uh, Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, passed away on the same day as DMX. And I thought that it was interesting on Twitter that, of course, people were like, our true king, DMX, DMX, our true king. And Prince Philip died, who is royalty, you know. They were like, oh, okay, you know, cool. Keep it moving, keep it moving, you know. So I thought that was an interesting um, interesting thing, that how uh, specifically Black Twitter. Black Twitter did not care. They truly, <laughs> they said they said Black Twitter and Irish Twitter were coming together because they didn't like Prince Philip. So I'm not trying to disrespect the dead or anything like that, but, you know, uh-huh. you just know what the man did in his... Uh, in his past and if you watch the crown uh you will know as well so and i also thought see now because i watch the crown i'm getting into the royalty more i'm into diana obviously we love diana rest in peace to diana and of course harry and megan we oh love, yeah we love our mm-hmm. harry and megan we love our american uh she's she's truly a black american princess mm-hmm. um, so hey do, do you think that harry looks like the duke of edinburgh Yes, he does. He looks just yeah, like him. Just like him. He took after his uh, grandfather. He really did. I know there was some gossip about Harry and his, uh, whether he or not he was, uh, you know, somebody else's child. <laughs> they were just shady to Diana. And here's the funny He's thing. Shady, yeah, but he looks just like his grandfather. And I think he uh, he had the fun sense of humor like him as well, I think. Like, even mm-hmm. though the man was kind of scandalous, you know, in his day, but mm-hmm. he had the same sense of humor as mm-hmm. him. So, uh, yeah, I think Harry looks like the family. And I think they need to stop hating on him. They just mad because he's fun. He gets to have fun. And he's mm-hmm. really come a long way. You know, I was watching a documentary on him. And really, it was Harry and William, specifically the documentary, and how different they were uh, growing up. And it could possibly because, you know, William is going to be in line to become the king. But Harry, quote, they were saying Harry was the wild child. Harry had fun. Harry did a lot of things to piss a lot of people off. But he did change and he did transform. And now he's like this beloved, you know, icon. And at least in America, I don't know what they're doing in the UK, but in America, we love him and we love Megan and we love baby Archie. Actually, did you see those memes of uh, talking about (laughs) after the interview? They were saying that Archie, you know, remember because they said that they didn't know what color Archie was going to be. Right. And you know, Black Twitter cut up again, as they always <laughs> do. They had uh, little biracial babies dancing to Beyonce, Black is King. And they say, you know, this Ar- Archie's going to come out looking oh like Oh my God, I got to pull that up. Oh, good. Black Twitter is a mess. Yes. A mess. <laughs> oh my goodness. Did you, by any chance, catch um, Bill Maher when his uh, guest was um, Sharon Osbourne? Okay, I don't watch Bill Maher anymore. Ever since he had Megyn Kelly, I said, you're done. I mean, I should have been, you know, when he he was saying the N-word and stuff on his show before, I should have been done, canceled him. Uh, Mm -hmm. But now I'm done because I'm not a fan of Sharon Osbourne. But tell me, what happened? Well, speaking of cancel, you know, he's been canceled. So he's kind of been on this little tangent lately in his last last couple of episodes. Now, you know, I've been a fan of his. I've watched his show. I used to look forward to it on Friday. But uh, this past weekend, he had, um, this past Friday, he had Sharon Osbourne. And of course, 
she's very upset that um, she's been labeled as a racist and she refuses to accept that title. She says, I've been called everything, but a racist I am not. And, uh, you know, I mean, he brought up some things that she said and she's a good friend of Piers Morgan. Say no more, fam. Say no more. So her and Bill were on this tangent about, you know, they can't disagree with anybody with anybody without being called a racist, being called out as a racist. So, you know, they, they both think they are not racist and they are not fans of cancel culture and they don't understand why. You know, tell us why. What is cancel culture actually? Tell us about it. I mean, I can tell you what my perspective on the people who created the term cancel culture, what, okay. what they think. Go for it. Um, I just think it's absolutely ridiculous. And I think that if someone is calling you a racist and you're exhibiting racist behavior, you are a racist and you can't get angry and you can't say, oh, this is cancel culture. No, it's accountability culture. It, it's also it's a, also a thing of gaslighting. It's like just because you didn't say the N-word, just because you didn't commit a hate crime, you're assuming that that doesn't make you a racist or that doesn't make you like racially biased. I've had people that I've worked with and other, you know, experiences where people have said things and hinted at things. And then when you say, oh, that's racist. Well, no, I would never. Well, then why did you say that? And the fact that you're saying, well, no, we just disagree. How can you disagree about something that is racist? I don't understand. And it also doesn't help that he is a white male. He is a white male. Right, right. Sharon Osbourne is a white woman. It's true. Right. I mean, regardless of if you, you know, if you for the white people who are listening to this, listen, you have to understand that you do have white privilege. And if you don't want to hear it, um, I don't know what to tell you, but you have it. You do. And, and speaking of white privilege throughout the show, those two kept calling Harry, saying that Harry has white privilege. And he does. We know that. But they're acting like, oh, here he is whining, whining like a little baby because he's been cut off from the royal uh, family. And so they were calling him like privilege. He's, he is the post. Sharon's exact words were, Harry is the poster boy of white privilege. And so now they're him and Megan are calling out racists, you know, at the, you know, at the Royals. But I think it's really important to distinguish privilege from actual family issues that mm-hmm. they have. Um, but also, uh, I think that privilege doesn't exclude or pri- just because your privilege doesn't mean that you don't experience racism in Megan's case. Harry, even Princess Diana, Princess Diana was going through stuff with the royal family. And again, another shout out to the crown. If you watch it, are those people really privileged? I mean, Diana, you can listen to her interview. She's a white woman. She's not black. She was mm. calling the royal family out for a quote, whatever their privilege is. She was in isolation. Even with Megan, like in isolation, couldn't contact her family, couldn't contact, uh, didn't have a passport, couldn't travel, couldn't do anything. Like I was listening to um, another podcast um, and they were bringing up this topic as well and talking about how 
Megan and Diana essentially were in quarantine. Like the feeling that we're feeling now, or a lot of people mm -hmm. are feeling now in isolation, can't go anywhere, can't see your They've friends, can't do nothing. That's what the royal family uh, mm. has been going through. So privilege in terms of financial privilege, privilege in terms of, I don't know, prestige, but mentally what's going on there? And you can clearly see how crazy Charles looks. And William <laughs> looks crazy too. Lost his hair at like what, 25? He used to be so cute. Lost his hair. Mm -hmm. I saw on yeah. um, Instagram, somebody said, when William started losing his hair, it was Diana collecting. Cause she said, uh-uh, he going crazy. He's turning, he's turning like his daddy. <laughs> so Diana said, I'm taking that hair with me. <laughs> that is funny. Now you make me want to binge watch The Crown. It's so. good. I'm going to tell you, the family's ratchet. I got to tell you, listen, they try to act all, you know, oh, yes, it's the crown. It's all about the crown. But the crown is ratchet. Okay, they'd be marrying okay. cousins and everything. Because you know the queen and Philip are cousins. I heard that. So mm -hmm. there you go. Is that privilege? That's incest. That's what that is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, we're well, talking about hair. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this gray hair journey that I am um, experiencing right now. I know that I'm of age to where the hair turns gray, but I say that I'm ready and I'm getting ready. But, you know, I talk to a lot of my friends and a lot of them feel the same way. When I tell them I had to let my hair go gray during this pandemic, they're just like, I can't, I can't, Gwen, I can't do it. You have so much guts to do that. And I, I wish I, I could um, ask more people my age out there why they feel insecure about letting their hair go gray, especially when Today, there's a lot of young people that are dyeing their hair gray and they're loving it and they look good and they're rocking it. You know, they are rocking it. I know what my sister, uh, she's probably going to be listening. She's probably listening right now. She's younger than I and she started going gray fairly early. And when she went all gray, um, I thought, wow, if she can do it, I think I can do it. Um, she gave me a couple of, of tips, though. You know, if, if I'm going to go gray, she said, I'll feel more comfortable about it if I kind of dress younger a little bit. I'm not talking about all floozy-like, but just, <laughs> I'm not saying millennials are floozy, but I mean, a little like bit. Like the Stallion. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going to be dressing like Meg Stallion or Beyonce, but listen. So, you know, I, you know how we all did um, Chucks and Pearls for Kamala? You know, I will rock some chucks right now. Rock some chucks and some jeans and 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 just, you know, more youthful graphic tees and just something a little bit more youthful. And I have gotten a lot of compliments with my gray hair. And, you know, it, it I'm, I, I'm just, I'm starting to own it. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll look at it and I'm like, oh, let me just pull this gray out. But you know what? It's so much healthier this way. I will say that it's a lot healthier gray. And I am not fully gray yet, but um, I, I probably am probably 75%. What do you think, Shonda? Yeah. I mean, to me, I think you are gray, but I think it looks beautiful. Um, I really don't know what makes the millennials embrace gray. 
uh, people dye their hair gray. Um, I was just looking at pictures this morning and people have beautiful twists and locks and I just think it looks cool. And I think maybe it just could be like, is it, um, <laughs> I was thinking like, were we exposed to characters when we were growing up that had gray hair, like X-Men, Storm, you know, she's got gray hair. So maybe we thought that was cool. I don't know, but mm -hmm. I think that is beautiful. I'm also just, just a bigger fan of just healthy hair. And I have seen people, baby boomers, who really, I hate to say this, but just look a mess. They just look a mess. And what it is, is they don't want to go gray. So they're dying their hair pitch black. And I'm like, girl, I know you're 70. That ain't helping nothing. You know, ain't got a lick of hair, but you know, hair is just a minute long. And then it's like, nope, it's pitch black. Because if it's gray, God forbid you have a beautiful gray flowing head of hair, you're going to look old. I think oh. you look, I would rather have all of my hair than, you know, have one tinch of hair and then it's pitch black. Yeah, no, wow. I like it. I'm, I mean, I would even go, I try to, I like to experiment with different colors. I don't like to dye my hair, um, but I would do extensions and I would totally get gray extensions. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Well, I, like I said, I am, I am getting used to it and I get a lot of compliments. And um, so, you know, a, hey, a good compliment every now and then is just, it's good for the self-confidence. So, yeah. yeah, so yeah, I'm getting used to it. But, you know, I can't guarantee that I won't diet, diet again. But what? for now. Okay, wait a minute. We just came, okay, we came full circle. <laughs> that whole thing was supposed to be self-love. I love your grades. Embrace your grades. I'm not that great. Now she's talking about, and I will diet again. I might diet again. What happened? Why? It just, she just switched that fast. Okay. All right, daughter. Okay, daughter. Okay, she ain't hey. got no excuse. She ain't got no excuse for that. So, um... What, how, how'd your week go? Did you do anything uh, special this week? Yeah, my week went well. Um, I didn't do anything special, although I did have some little freakouts uh, because of, I was supposed to get the vaccine and Whoops. I was going to get the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. And the day that I was going to get the vaccine, they recalled it because people died. Some people died. And mm. I was like, nope. Oh, no, I'm not going to do it. And guys, I promise I am not an anti-vaxxer at all. I was just nervous, just like a lot of people and specifically a lot of black people, um, you know, and I understand that the background is that we have a cultural kind of mistrust with the government. So I totally get that. Um, but I will say that, you know, I was planning to get it and this Johnson and Johnson vaccine did not help that cause. Okay. This did not help that cause. Um, and mm. then people were like, Oh, don't worry. It's only the young people that died. I'm young. <laughs> I, said, I am young. I fall into that demographic. Okay. Y'all. Wow. Well, <laughs> so I mean, over, overall it was five, 5 million vaccines issued, right? Um, five, 5 million. And what was it? Seven. It was like uh, six or seven people who six or seven that. people who passed. So that's really a small. I mean, I'm so sorry they lost their lives, um, and they're still researching that. You know, what was what was it? What were the causes of that? You know, did they have something uh, else that just didn't you know didn't work with the vaccine? But I am. I think it was very responsible of Johnson and Johnson to just pull back. You know, take it off the market because 
with such a small number, they really didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? They could have continued to, you know, because like I said, 5 million people have had that shot with no complications whatsoever. Um, so what are you going to get now? Did you get a shot or? Yeah, I'm getting the Pfizer. So I'm, you know, we're going to work through mm -hmm. through our uh, things with that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm on my, I'm going to get my, my second Pfizer soon, but I've had the first and I had no problems, you know, the little tenderness of the arm. So um, I have heard that some people, you know, that the, the, um, the second shot affects them differently, but I don't know too many people that have been um, affected, that, that it's affected them negatively. It's usually like a day and then and then they're down maybe a, a little like headache or flu symptoms. And then the next day they're going on to live their lives. Okay. Well, that's mm -hmm. good. Yeah. We yeah. need to make sure we talk to these uh, conspiracy theorists. I don't like to entertain the conspiracy theorists, but I also think they're absolutely hilarious. I love mm -hmm. to catch up on the, the Hotep Hive and what they're saying <laughs> about <laughs> what they're saying about the yeah. vaccine. And, you know, if you get the vaccine, you're going to turn into a mutant, but the government no, don't want boy. you to know it's a mutant. They got a chip in your arm. They're going to track you. They can, you know, right. crop circles. I mean, the whole, it just, just, I just love, love reading. Yep. They mm -hmm. crack me up. Yeah. Crack as me up. I was leaving the soul swap meet, um, and we're going to come back to there, there later, but as I was leaving the soul swap meet, there's a guy um, and he's pa passing out uh, papers and he had a bean pie. Uh -huh. And, uh, oh, I love me some bean pie, though. Have you ever had a bean pie, Shalda? You know, I've never had a bean pie. It oh just doesn't sound goodness. good to me. It sounds I, like beans. I want to buy a bean pie the next time I'm, I'm there, and then I'll save some for you. I'll freeze it for you. But as I was leaving, he said, sister, don't get that vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What was his I'd reasoning? Huh? Did he have a reasoning for why he said don't get that vaccine? He didn't have a reasoning. He just... Yeah. Probably conspiracy theory, like as you said, but he didn't give me what that theory was. So yeah. Anyway, but you know, so, here's the deal: get don't get the vaccine. But he's selling the bean pies. They could put something in them bean pies. You don't know. <laughs> anything, anything is possible. Hopefully, well, it all the happen. sugar that the bean pie has is going to get diabetes. You know diabetes. what I mean? So diabetes. Okay. Yeah. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. sugar. That sugar. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I, I went to the Soul Swap Me today, and I know we want to highlight some um, black woman-owned businesses. So one of them is the Soul Swap Me in San Diego, um, which I went to today, which is all pretty much all black vendors. It's wonderful. There's lots of t-shirt vendors there. There's a tie-dye vendor there. There's, um, you know, just a lots and lots of vendors there. Actually, there was a, you know, we talked about Ron Isey there. There's a guy there that was looking all bearded out that was selling beard products. And I was like, okay, now I know my new word, but he wasn't zaddy, he was young. <laughs> uh, yeah, so here's the, so, so Swap Meat is one. Uh, in San Diego, we also have Maya's Vegan Cookies um, and the Chocolate Voice. We have highlighted her a few times. Um, the cookies are delicious, amazing. Um, they are vegan and then Yesterday, I got a big box in from one of my nephews. It was a surprise, a beautifully boxed of cookies. And it's from another, it's called Maya's Catering Company. 
And uh, the owner is Amaya Ford. And oh my goodness, what a beautiful box. Um, and the cookies were delicious, oatmeal, oatmeal raisin. So uh, Myers Catering is, is one that we'd like to support. On Instagram, she's um, at Maya's Catering Company and Maya's Vegan Cookies is at Maya's Cookies. Um, and then the other one is in Los Angeles. Yeah, okay, so Nimbus Coffee is like my favorite place. I just love them. They are also a mother and daughter duo. And it's really for all of the, if there's any Harry Potter nerds, I'm a Harry Potter nerd, if anybody <laughs> didn't know that. Uh, but yeah, the whole theme is super, super fun. Um, it's kind of like black excellence wizardry. So, uh, or all throughout the shop, they have lots of different nods. There's like, they have pictures of Prince and they have uh, pictures of Morgan Freeman and different uh, black um, icons and they kind of repurpose them and make them look like Harry Potter characters so but with that said that's the funness of the shop but the coffee itself is great and I've had several of their foods there um, their avocado toast is great and um, just everything is good their sandwiches pastries awesome. it's delicious I can't wait to go there all right so that was wonderful for our Black women-owned business segment. Absolutely. Let's uh, support our girls. Yes, let's support our girls. Shout out to all of them. All right, and that is it for today's episode. Join us again next week for another episode of Mom, You Want a Mimosa? Take care and cheers. Cheers.